Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well, and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Kia ora, and welcome back to another episode of Business Your Way. And as you might be able to tell by my voice, I am still struggling with this flu virus that I've had for the last 13 odd days. It seems to be never ending and not going away. Although today is probably the first day in two weeks that I have felt like I'm on the road to recovery. So touch wood, I am on the road to recovery. But you'll have to bear with me with this episode as it probably still sounds a little bit nasally. But I'm thrilled that you are here joining me today because today we are diving into a topic that is at the heart of your entrepreneurial journey and it is your mindset because in my 23 years of being a small business owner and throughout my entrepreneurial journey, I've come to understand that business isn't just about the products and the services and the profits that you're making and about how you turn up and serve your clients. It's also a really profound journey of personal development where your mindset makes all the difference to how your business grows and flourishes. So whether you're an established Indigenous or female service business owner or you're just getting started, this episode is absolutely for you. Because there is really no point in your journey of being a business owner where you kind of can look back and go, I've got it nailed. This is an ongoing journey. It's an evolution. And so today, I really want to explore with you the incredible power of your mindset. And let you discover how to identify and conquer those pesky limiting beliefs, which we've talked about before on the podcast. And I want to give you some practical strategies to cultivate a growth mindset that will drive your business to new heights and new levels. And as much as I am about the practical, it is actually your mindset that gets you there. 
But before we dive into all of that, I want to just remind you that this podcast is all about insights and ideas, and it's also about taking action. And in each episode, I hope to give you, well, I try to give you actionable steps that can help you implement what I share on the podcast right away. So I would really appreciate if you would share this episode with one other person who you think would really value and get value from the lessons that I'm teaching you here on the podcast. It is my way of sharing content, sharing business strategies, and sharing with you practical solutions that I know have worked and helped not only myself, but others grow and scale their business. With all of the entrepreneurial forums and masterminds and programs that I've been in, what sets the successful entrepreneurs apart from the rest is their mindset. It's their way of thinking, their attitude and their beliefs that make all the difference in their business. And I have to tell you, it took me a while to learn this lesson. What you have to realize is that your mindset isn't just a nice to have, it's the foundation on which your business is built. It's the compass that guides your decisions. It's fuel that drives your perseverance and the lens through which you view challenges and opportunities. And that might sound like a lot of fluffy words in all honesty, but you know, what exactly is mindset? I mean, and that word in and of itself is, is just a word and it means nothing. But it, the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset, now that's really clear. And you could say... At the core of that word mindset, it's really your, your mental framework. It's got what goes on in your head. It's a set of beliefs or a set of attitudes and perceptions that shape how you interpret and respond to the world around you. And in the context of business, it's the lens through which you see your business and your entrepreneurial journey. So if we think of mindset as a mental framework, and it's the lens through which you see your business and your entrepreneurial journey, and you can see that journey as the glass half full or the glass half empty. And that comes back down to that mindset, that mental framework that you're giving yourself and how you respond to your journey in business. So think of it this way. If, you're, if you approach your business with a fixed mindset, believing that your abilities and your intelligence are static, you'll likely shy away from any challenges, you'll avoid risk, and you'll have a huge fear of failure. And then on the other hand, if you embrace a growth mindset, you'll view challenges as opportunities to learn and grow. And you'll persist in those circumstances where you're continuously getting the pushback and you're 
you're getting setbacks one after the other. Sometimes that's how it feels in business. You just one setback after the other. But if you view those through a growth mindset, then you'll always see them as an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to learn and then do things differently. And you get to choose because your mindset isn't actually fixed. You have the power to cultivate and shape your mindset whichever way you want it to be. And I like to think of it this way, is that your brain is the most powerful muscle in your body, but it requires you to use it to its full potential. And I liken that to having the most sophisticated, high-spec computer get delivered in a pretty box to your door. In order to make the most of that beautiful, new, shiny, high-spec computer, we actually have to take it out of the box, we have to turn it on, and we have to learn how to use it in order to get its full potential and for it to be able to do everything that we want it to do. And so just like that bright, new, shiny computer, our minds have to be taken out of the box. We have to train it. We have to learn. It has to learn a growth mindset because by default, our primal brain wants to protect us and therefore it avoids risk and it avoids failure because it wants to protect us. But we have to train our brains that that's okay, that it's just an opportunity to learn. Now, if you've been in business for any length of time, you've probably encountered these limiting beliefs that I've talked about. And there are those nagging thoughts that creep into your mind, whispering those doubts, the fears, the self-imposed limitations. It's that self-talk that has a negative connotation to it. And these, these limiting beliefs can be incredibly detrimental to your business and they can hold you back from really reaching your full potential. And they can take many forms, such as believing that you are not experienced enough to do whatever it is, that success is only for others, it's not for you, or that Whatever you do, you're just going to fail anyway. And we have these little negative self-talk going on in our minds. And these are the limiting beliefs and that fixed mindset that hold us back. And it's that primitive brain that just set to protect us. So we have to learn to catch our limiting beliefs and then turn them into liberating truths. And because you know I'm practical, I've got four steps to get you started to know how to catch these limiting beliefs and turn them around into liberating truths that you can follow instead. So step one is awareness. And this is the, you know, awareness is the very first step to becoming aware of any limiting beliefs that you have. So pay attention to those reoccurring thoughts or feelings of self-doubt. They might show up when you're facing a new challenge 
or when you're considering making a big, bold move in your business. You'll find this like self-talk and this quiet self-doubt coming in. So when you notice that, catch it, become aware of it. And then step two is questioning it. So once you've identified that limiting belief, it's time to really question it. Ask yourself, is this belief based on fact and evidence or is it just a story that I'm telling myself or it's a story that other people keep telling me? I mean, there are a lot of things that we're told in our childhood that form the way we think about ourselves as adults and for the most part, none of them are true. They were just somebody else's impression of what they thought we were. And yet we're no longer that young child anymore. We can determine what, what we are, who we are as adults. And every day of every week, of every month, of every year, we're learning. Today, you might be one person, but tomorrow that person could be different. And in five years from now, you could be a completely different person because of the work that you've done on your mindset. And then step three is time for reframing. So we have to reframe these limiting beliefs and place them into an empowering statement that reflects your true potential. So for example, if you believe you're not experienced enough, reframe it as, I have the ability to learn and adapt quickly. So just because you haven't done something yet isn't a reason for that something to hold you back because you have the ability to learn and to get that experience and then adapt quickly and move forward. So reframing those limiting beliefs into empowering statements that reflect your true potential is really important because then you turn it into a positive self-talk. And then step four is consistent practice because changing your mindset is not going to happen overnight. Changing your mindset and setting up a growth mindset takes practice. When a limiting belief surfaces itself for you, consciously replace it with an empowering reframed statement. And every time you do this, over time it will become a new mental habit for you. And habits only become habits when we practice it consistently over time. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favour. If you are loving this podcast and this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend. Or even better yet, jump over onto Instagram and share it on your stories. Don't forget to tag me, I'm sandrajulian.co. That really is the best way for others to find out about this podcast, and I thank you in advance. Alrighty, back to the episode. But I also want to share with you that none of us are alone with these thoughts and limiting beliefs. Even the most successful entrepreneurials have faced limiting beliefs. It's just part of the journey, really. The difference lies in how you respond to them. Because you will either let them hold you back or you will rise above them 
and use them as stepping stones to reach your goals. So as you reflect on your own entrepreneurial journey, I encourage you to take a moment to identify any limiting beliefs that might be lurking in the shadows for you. Usually they show up as the I'm not enough statements. I'm sure you've heard about those before. I'm not enough, fill in the blank. And I'm not experienced enough. I haven't been in business enough. I'm not enough of whatever it is. There are many, many not enough statements. And that's how I frequently see limiting beliefs turn up. So catch them and reframe them. When Going back to when I was doing my transformational coach training, a big part of what we studied was our ability to tell the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset when we were in a coaching session. And part of our coach training was identifying these fixed mindset statements and then being able to reflect them back to our client, but in a way that they were framed in a way that created an answer within a growth mindset. So part of the transformational training for a coach, this is what we looked at. So we weren't able to use the negative reflection We had to take what we were hearing, identify it as a fixed mindset and ask a question that would move our clients from that fixed mindset into a growth mindset. And I tell you what, this was game changing for me as I was going through this transformational coach training because it's really easy to reflect the fixed mindset for your client. But being able to take that and not reframe what they said to you, but ask them a question where they would reframe it themselves in a growth mindset, now that's not easy. And it took me a while and it took everyone in our class a while to really understand how we needed to ask the right question to move people from the fixed mindset to the growth mindset because if we just did that for them they would walk away from the coaching session having not grown at all and part of a coaching session is for our clients to experience the growth themselves which requires them to do the work themselves so it was about us as coaches learning to ask the right questions so we could move our clients into a growth mindset. And at its core, a growth mindset is the belief that your abilities and your intelligence can be developed and expanded through dedication and hard work. It's the mindset that sees challenges as opportunities to learn and grow rather than obstacles to avoid or, you know, it hold you back. So how can you cultivate this powerful mindset that will fuel your entrepreneurial journey? And I think first off, we have to embrace challenges. So instead of shying away from a challenge, we have to welcome them with open arms. Challenges are, I find that they are the 
crucial point where growth happens. So when we hit a challenge, that can be a pivotal role and pivotal time in your business where you grow because they push you to expand your skills and your knowledge. And for the most time, they will build your resilience muscle. So learn to embrace the challenges as they come towards you. And then we have to, I think we have to emphasize effort, not just talent. So shifting your focus from your innate talents, which is how you probably got into business in the first place, is you had an innate talent for something and you turned it into a business. So we have to shift, you have to shift focus from your innate talents, which is the core of what you do in your business, to the effort you put into your business. And understand that effort is the path to mastery. And it's something that you have complete control over. Being able to master your talent takes effort. And when we give that effort, we get better and better and better. So don't allow yourself to just be able to sit in that place of the talent that you already have. Learn to always be putting in the effort on that path to mastery. And then the other thing I think we need to do is to learn from setbacks. Rather than viewing setbacks as failures, see them as that valuable learning experience. Like extract the lessons from every setback. Use them to improve. What did you learn from it? What could you do differently? What did you do because you just didn't know what you didn't know? You know, and I really love that saying, you don't know what you don't know until you do know. So we can't really do better until we know better. And I think this is where journaling is a marvelous tool. Because when you can sit down and reflect on that setback or on what you might consider your failure, and it might not be a complete failure, you may be being harder on yourself than anyone else would, but maybe it just didn't go the way you thought it would the first time around or the first time out of the gate. So take some time, reflect. What we learn from our own reflection is huge, but also I don't see enough of us doing the reflection piece and learning from our setbacks. Too often we go, Ugh, that didn't work. We park it and we keep moving forward. I mean, I know that was definitely my journey for a number of years. If something didn't go my way, I just shrugged it off, stuck it in a box and then kept moving forward. I didn't actually stop to learn the lesson. And I also think here is where we could seek some feedback and some critical criticism, if you like. So welcome feedback. And as long as that feedback is constructive criticism, it's great. It's an opportunity to refine your skills and make improvements. However, this is where I want to throw that word of caution to you is that you don't have to take on every piece of feedback. I like to spend some time reflecting on the feedback that you do get. Is it helpful? Can it create positive change? And should I do anything about it? 
like there were a number of years there where I was organizing a number of what would you call them public trade shows if you like like home shows and women's expos and the feedback that we would get from all of our exhibitors oh my gosh it used to be on a true spectrum of everything you can imagine and some of it I was just like we we can't act on that. There is nothing that we can do on that. And that is, that is sometimes not for us to fix. It's not for us to provide the solution for. Maybe the show was just the wrong fit for that particular exhibitor. Or, you know, we were never going to allow them to do a thing if we weren't prepared to allow every other exhibitor to do exactly the same. And so there was, you know, some rules and some boundaries that we had to put in place in order to be fair to everyone. And not everyone liked those rules and those boundaries. So there was kickback and the feedback that we got wasn't always positive because they didn't like the boundaries and the rules. But we had to spend some time reflecting on the feedback and deciding if we did anything about that feedback, would it create positive change? Or would it just create another problem? Or would it just create an unruly mess? So seek feedback and seek some constructive criticism, but add a word of caution in there that you don't have to take on every piece of feedback and spend some time reflecting on the feedback to know, will it help you or will it hinder you? Another way to cultivate a growth mindset or a powerful mindset is to embrace the power of the word yet. So think of it like this. Replace the I can't do this with I can't do this yet. This is a simple like shift in language that acknowledges the growth and time and effort that it's going to take for you to be able to do the thing. So if you always put the word yet, I'm not experienced enough yet. It gives that indication that you are going to, or you have the ability to place some time and effort into growing into that thing. I think that's really a small but powerful shift and move just with a with a word, one word onto a statement is really powerful. So really embrace that. You know, if you wanted to change those limiting beliefs and reframe them into a powerful statement, you can simply add the word yet to the end. And then surround yourself with growth-minded individuals. So connect with peers and mentors who have a growth mindset. You know, it's their positivity and determination that can really be contagious. You are who you surround yourself with. So if you want to move into a more positive mindset and move into a growth way of thinking, then you have to surround yourself with like-minded individuals where that's normal. But if you walk away with one thing today, and I really want you to remember that cultivating a growth mindset is an ongoing journey. It's a habit that we have to create and that we have to work on every day. 
and it's about adopting a mindset of continuous improvement and building resilience. In my own business, I've seen how this mindset can transform challenges into opportunities and setbacks into stepping stones to success. Like I see it every day now, whereas, you know, very early on when I felt it was the grind, I just couldn't see it for the trees in the forest, you know. So I really encourage you to cultivate that growth mindset and it is an ongoing journey. It's never something where you can say that you're there now. You'll always be better than you were yesterday, but there's always tomorrow to grow into. So as you reflect on your own entrepreneurial journey, I encourage you to take the strategies that I've shared in this episode to heart. Start small, but start today. Cultivate a growth mindset each and every day. And it's, like I said earlier in the podcast, it's not a nice to have. In my opinion, it's a fundamental key to actually unlocking your business's true potential and your true potential in your business. And I wish so many more business people knew this from the beginning. So if you are just starting out in your entrepreneurial journey, in your business ownership, the earlier you can learn to cultivate a growth mindset, the greater success that you're going to have in business. Your business success is going to be fundamentally reliant on you as the business owner cultivating that growth mindset. And a really great way to do this is get some coaching. So get some coaching so that you can bring whatever it is to the coaching session. So bring whatever you're struggling with, bring your challenges, bring bring those setbacks to a coaching call. And then when you've got a trained coach who is able to move you from fixed mindset, which is most of the time where we are seeing our challenges from is our fixed mindset, moving you into a growth mindset so that you can continue to grow and evolve as a business owner, that is really invaluable. And that's something that I wish that I had so much earlier in my business. But I think it's never too late. It's never too late to get a great coach who will help you foster and nurture your growth mindset, which will in turn have powerful results for your business. So if that is something that you were like, yes, please, that's going to work for me and I want some of that, then I've got a link in the show notes. You can book in a coaching session with me. I've got a one-off clarity coaching session where you can come experience what it's like to do coaching with me and then if it's something that you want to continue on with then I've got coaching packages that we can also talk about but I think first off know what it's like to have a coaching session and be able to get your mindset moved into that growth mindset so you can continue forward momentum in your business. 
All right, my friend, before I leave you today, just a small reminder to make sure that you hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to the podcast so you get advised of new episodes as soon as they're released. And then share this episode with one colleague or one other business person that you know that would find value in what I shared in this episode. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.